You've got it tuned to the rendezvous. Bonsoir, bonjour, Simon Marcel, welcome to the rendezvous. If it's the first time you join the show, welcome and the accent, this thick accent of mine, straight from Paris, the city of lovers. And we talk relationships on this show. We talk love, your story, my stories. And let me start by a quick little story, very simple. On my way to work, in the elevator, I saw something that made me very happy. It's said that more and more people are now conscious that we should make an effort to have include the people who do not drink into our social life. And I'm glad for that because I don't drink at all. I have zero interest in getting wasted or actually never been drunk in my life ever. And many, many times I feel either excluded or I'm not having the time of my life because people, I want to do one thing, which is fine, but not my thing. So I thought that's good news that finally people are doing different things so we can all get together. And it's not just about getting wasted or drinking. If you have any questions about drinking or mostly relationships, call me 855-905-8255. You call that next. Thank you for joining the rendezvous. If you have a question, something on your mind about your relationship, just dial 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Alisa. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. What's going on? Oh, I've just, uh, I've been very sad. I, um, I was in a relationship for 10 years and I left them three years ago and mm -hmm. I thought I was so unhappy and miserable and wanted new things. But really, now seeing that he's moved on and he found a new woman and he got married and he had a baby and it's three years later, I feel still just as confused. I don't know what I want and I'm figuring myself out. Uh -huh. And I just feel like I was young and stupid and I let go of the best relationship I've ever had. And I'm just really struggling with getting over him still. And so I guess that's the advice I wanted to ask you was just how do I work in a better direction to move on from this relationship that I cannot have again? How to get over something like this? That's a great question. So uh, the way to get over this, uh, it takes work. The work is to go see a therapist because you need to detox from that story, detox from the guilt you have. You know, you said, I was stupid. You were not stupid. You were just young. Uh, so you have a lot of guilt because you feel, oh my God, what have I done? Have I ruined my life? I should have done this. I should have done that. And we, we've been there. All of us who had a, a, you know, a breakup story at one point, we, we have regrets. That's just the nature of, of life. So I don't want you to overdwell on this. But if you want really to clean the past, You have to go to see a therapist and you have to talk about it in details and only to one person, not your best friend, not your mother, not everybody else, but a, a therapist who can help you clean yeah. the past. And that is a work that takes time and a little investment. But if you do this, it will be able for you to bury that story and finally be free from that past. But you need to do the work, Alisa. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's the only okay. way you need to talk about it so much that everything has been said and been accepted and has been buried. And then it's time uh -huh. to kiss the future. Okay, okay, do the work, Alisa. There's no magic formula, nothing <laughs> but no, really. I've, I've done the work with my shrink, so I know, and it works. But you got to put in the time and go and tell your conversation to somebody who can help you. Okay, all right, best Thank of luck to you. It's, it's gonna be Thank fine. You. You're most welcome. Okay. So once you know you need a therapist, the question is, how do you know you find the right therapist? And I'm going to tell you next how I find mine. Stay with me. How do you know when you're looking for a therapist, you found the good one? So I, years ago, had a bad breakup, 
And I was devastated. So my sister Judith, who's a shrink, said to me that advice. When you are looking for a therapist, you go meet the new person, the new therapist, and in about 30 minutes, if it's the right shrink, the right therapist, you'll feel better. You'll feel a sense of little relief. You'll feel understood. You feel that the person gets you. If that's not the case, change therapist. It's never your fault. It's their work, and it's also the connection with two human beings. So if you ever have to find a shrink, that's how I find mine, and I still have mine, and I think it's a blessing in life to have a therapist. It's always helpful to talk about things that we have in our heart or on our soul. And another thing I'm going to share with you, and that's maybe the best advice that was ever given to me by my shrink about love and relationships. I'll share that advice with you next, so stay with me. Welcome to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. So years ago, I had uh, my heart broken in a bad breakup, and, and then I needed a shrink. My sister helped me find the right shrink. He's in Paris. I talked to him on the phone because I live here. And over all the years of therapy that has helped me tremendously to evolve, to become the man I am today, and, and to clean the past, as I said, and kiss the future, there's one advice that I want to share with you that I think is the best advice he ever gave me about relationships and love. He said to me, Simon, Never be attracted by somebody who's not attracted to you equally. When you go and start to feel you work too hard, that it's just too much at the beginning and it's not just clicking, don't insist. Accept somebody else's rejection peacefully. Rejection is part of life. And that has helped me tremendously because you know how many times maybe the lady I was after was not really into me and then it never worked out, but I should have just followed that rule. Don't go with somebody who doesn't want to be with you. So this is a little piece from Dr. Sadia, straight from Paris. Uh, you call that next, 855-905-8255. Simon Marcel, bonsoir. If you ever hear somebody tells you, I don't believe in romance or love anymore, just tell them to tune in the rendezvous and listen to our love stories. Shamara, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Shamara. So you said you had a, a love or romantic story to share with us tonight. Yes. Um, it was a few years ago uh, when my husband proposed. Mm -hmm. We had invited my parents to come visit, but my father was very sick. He um, had cancer, and we had this whole day planned um, to go to a park and walk around. But then um, my mom called me and said that my father was too sick. His immune system was too low to be around a ton of people, mm -hmm. so he wouldn't be able to come visit. So that was pretty disappointing, but my mm -hmm. husband and I decided to go to the park that day anyway. So it was a food and wine festival. We drank a bunch of champagne. We mm -hmm. saw some great bands. We had a lovely day outdoors and eating great food, which is, you know, what can you like better than that? Right. And um, afterwards, at the end of the night, we had a dinner planned. So we got to the dinner, and my parents were there, and they had totally surprised me. It was wonderful. And we all sat down. It was um, an Italian restaurant. Mm -hmm. And the server brings over champagne for everybody. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's so sweet that you bring over champagne. We're mm -hmm. celebrating being around my father. And, and then I noticed that another server had brought a speaker box. And they were playing that uh, romantic song from Lady and the Tramp when they're eating the spaghetti <laughs> together. <laughs> and I was like, oh, really? wow. This, wow. This restaurant really pulled out all the stops, and I just kept talking. I had no idea what was happening. And I looked down, and in the spaghetti and meatballs, there's a big sprig of basil on top and an uh, engagement ring. 
And I look over at my husband, and he has this big smile on his face, and my mother has a big smile on her face. And then I started crying, and my dad started crying, (laughs) and everyone was crying, and it was super exciting. My husband got on one knee, and I looked around, and everybody in the restaurant was standing around our table in a big circle. Wow, wow. And uh, I'm getting emotional, like, talking about it right now. It's it's, (laughs) it's, um, it's a wonderful story. I mean, thank you so much, Shamar. Congrats, first of all. Congrats to you guys. Thank you. And and good job on on your husband for all that preparation, the restaurant. I love that. And it shows, Shamar, I'm so glad you shared that, that every day, everywhere, somewhere, somebody says I love you to somebody else. And I want all these stories to be shared on our show. So thank you so much for sharing yours. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yes, have a good night. And every night, somebody sends me a tweet at Rendezvous Radio at my Twitter account with a question. I'm going to answer that next. Bonsoir. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. If you have a question about your relationship and you don't know for sure what to do but can't call me, just use my Twitter account at Rendezvous Radio and tweet me. What do we have, Trisha, tonight on that tweet? All right. So this is a Twitter DM that says, my boyfriend wants to break up with me due to Mm. my smoking. Mm -hmm. We've lived together for the past six months, and he's always nagged me about smoking. I've cut down considerably, and I'm very well aware of the health concerns, but it's not something I can give up completely at this point. Recently, he gave me an ultimatum to quit or we would need to take a break. He's very against it, although I always brush my teeth afterwards and never smoke indoors. In theory, I could hide it from him mm-hmm. when I'm at work or maybe when I'm not around him, but I don't like the dishonesty and I don't really see any other options here. Advice would be greatly appreciated. So the question is, uh, when your lifestyle is not accepted by your partner, what do you do? And I'll answer that next. Bonsoir, Simon Marcel. So I got a, a DM on my Twitter account, at Rendezvous Radio. Basically, I have a, a woman who says her boyfriend wants to break up with her because she's a smoker. And they've lived together for six months, but she has diminished the way she uses cigarettes, but she's still smoking. And he's like, it's an ultimatum. Either quit smoking or I'm out. And what do you do when your partner doesn't accept your lifestyle? I'm going to tell you what I would do. Uh, you've reduced the smoking, you've done what you could. Listen, this is the way you are, and I think that if you can't accept it, it's his loss. If you can't accept your partner lifestyle, you're not accepting your partner as they are, and it's not a sign of love. We all have somebody smoke, somebody drink, somebody do that, somebody do this. We can always judge. So if I were you, I would not stay with that person. I mean, you're not accepted as you are, so move on. That's my advice. Even if it's a hard one to do, don't stay with somebody who doesn't like you for who you are. And you call that next on the rendezvous. Simon Marcel, bonsoir. When you have a doubt or you don't know for sure what to do in your relationship, just dial 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Dylan. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. What is up? So my girlfriend has done this twice to me now, and it kind of is upsetting. I just didn't know what I should do about it. She follows me and looks me up on Snapchat maps to see where I'm at. Wow. And <laughs> I I didn't think it was that big of a deal. I thought it was kind of cute at first. She's like, oh, uh, you're at home, whatever. But one time I was trying to drive up and surprise her. She was uh, several hours away, and I was trying to surprise her. And she looked me up when I was about 30 minutes out 
and she was like, hey, are you coming to visit me? And I was like, well, that's not much of a surprise anymore. Right. Then sometimes she'll look me up just to make sure that I'm at home, and she'll ask me what I'm doing if I'm not at home on the Snapchat map. Wow. And so how can I help you? you want to know if, what you should say to her, or you want to know if it's okay? What's yeah, the question? What should I, is this too much? Is this, it can't be normal. Uh, what, I mean, what should I say to her about it? Yeah, so... Um, it's simply called stalking, okay? So so basically, without your consent, somebody on Snapchat map finds where you are all the time. It's controlling. It's stalking you. It's a lack of, of respect to your privacy. Just So I think you should talk to her because she's not your mom and you're not you know, 14 years old, where parents can do that, I guess, and for safety reasons. In your case, you're an adult, so you should talk to her about it and say, that's enough. And uh, I don't know how you take it with, away from your phone or her phone, but I would make sure that that is not happening anymore because in my book, it's unacceptable. I just think that's the beginning of stalking, and that's just not good and healthy, okay? Okay, thank so you. Speak speak to her, and that has to stop. Okay. All right, best of luck to you. It's a great talk to have. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. Have a good night. I just got an email from Carrie, a woman who says that her husband gave her a warning. You're not going to believe it. Stay with me. Bonsoir, good evening, and thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. If you have a question and you can't call me, just email me your question and I'll answer it at therendezvousshow.com. Trish, what email do we got? All right, so this is a listener email from Carrie that says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Carrie. My husband told me that he is worried he will cheat on me. We are Mm -hmm. super compatible in bed, and he has told me that I'm the best he's ever had. So it's not a matter of the bedroom. He said that before me... He was with a lot of different women, and he doesn't know if he can be faithful forever. Part of me wants to tell him to just get lost if I'm not enough for him, but another part of me isn't sure what to think because he is so honest. We truly have a great marriage outside of this. What do you think, Simon? If your husband tells you he's worried that he's going to cheat on you, Houston, we have a problem, and I'm going to answer what to do next. What do you do if your partner, your husband, tells you that maybe they're going to cheat on you? And that's the case of Kay who sent me that email. Basically, her husband that she loves, you know, told her he's worried that he will cheat on her. And she's wondering what to do, right? Um, Here's the thing. It's a warning that something is really off and you guys need to have a talk. And the talk should be to protect what he promised to do when you say, I do, stay faithful. And that it's okay to have a problem. Let's talk. Let's go see a couple of therapists. But let's not just think because you give a warning to your wife that it's acceptable because she knows you're going to do it, that you could do it. So be very strong that you say absolutely not. And if you can't be loyal, then we need to talk about separation. Or you can be loyal and let's work together. 855-905-8255. You call that next. Simon Marcel, you're listening to The Rendezvous. You have a question for me? 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Lisa. Hi, Simon. Um, yeah, I do have a dating question for you. Okay, what's going on? Um, I just want to know, my friends and I really want to know, how can we stand out in the online dating world? Since that's such a big thing right now. We want to know how we can make a good first impression to potential guys or girls that we want to date. You know, sure. how can we put our best foot forward and create a great profile without maybe 
taking it too far, looking like we're trying too hard? <laughs> That's a great question. So here's the thing. I'm going to give you a few tips. First, remember, men don't like to read too much. All right. So I've noticed women like to read more on profile and stuff and details. Men are really pictures. Uh, you know, kind of what you like to do, activities, sports, stuff like that, maybe music, culture, but keep it simple, keep it short. Mm-hmm. And remember, men are visual, and men want to know what you're about, what you do, if you like a football team, or if you like a, a group, things they can relate to. So it's just, that's what it is. The biggest mistake you can make is those long, I've seen it when I online date, those long, almost like book-long description, right? Because that bores us all to death. So you don't want to do that. The shorter, the better. And take pictures with you mostly. Uh, a couple with your friends, that's it. Don't exaggerate. And then really activities, if you like a sports, we can relate. Uh, maybe it could be playing chess. It could be many things. Uh, whatever you like. Uh, I know a lot of people want to know if you you know, want to get married, have children, all of that. Don't hesitate to put it out there. Just very, very simple and a little sense of humor, right? People want to smile. People want to laugh. People want to relax when they read your profile. That's my tip, really. Simple, straight to the point, good pictures, and no more book-long stories You know that takes forever to read. Amazing. So, yeah, men are visual creatures. It's a good reminder. And I mean, I got a new camera. I'm going to put it to good use and can I be great o- photos on there. I'm going to be honest. 80% will be on the picture, what you look like for most guys, and then activities and what you're up to. All right? Excellent. All Thank right. you. Yeah, that's so helpful. Well, you're most welcome. Good luck to you and your girlfriends. Call me back anytime you need help. <laughs> will do. Thank you. Thanks. Have a good night. More rendezvous next. Bonsoir, Simon Marcel, and, and thank you for spending the evening with me. I know it's late at night, but what a great show. And, and I always say it every night. Thank you for spending your late night with me, days, nights after nights after nights. And we work hard with my team to get this show ready, so thank you so much. Uh, if you love The Rendezvous, like I do, you will love my, my, my podcast called La Confession, where the truth always comes out. And to find it, you just go to our Heart Radio app and you type LA La Confession. And we have great episodes, great guests. I, I just did one, by the way, lately because we, you know, we post on Tuesday and, and Thursday all our new podcast episodes. Like the last one is, so, is social media healthy for your relationship? Is social media healthy for your relationship? We all have an opinion on it. If you want to hear mine and my guests and my producers, join La Confession Podcast. I'll be back tomorrow night with more of the rendezvous, more of your love story, more of your questions. Until then, have a good night. Bonne nuit les petits. The Rendezvous Show.